What's going on, everybody? It's UTXJT the Don, one half of the Enlightened Sounds podcast. I am here with the other half of the Enlightened Sounds podcast. My man, leader of the flock, say what's good to the people. What up, what up, what up, y'all? We know, we know. It has been a while. It's been a lot going on. Hate to say this every single time, but it has been a lot going on. I uh, got a new job coming. I got the baby coming, so I got to fully prepare for that. It's just been a lot. Schedules have not been able to be aligned, but things about to change. The new year is coming. We have another day before we hit 2020. So you already know what it is. Before the next year commences, we have to hit you all with the top 10 albums of 2019. I know, I know other people have been asking for the top 10 albums of the decade as well. We're going to do a separate podcast. And most likely put that in the video form as well for our top 10 albums of the decade. Um, and I know you all want to see video games as well. Everybody's been doing their list. So, um, with that being said, we'll uh, we'll get to that as well and do our own. But we're going to focus on top 10 albums of 2019. You already know how we do. So let's uh, let's begin here. So number 10, Flock, I will let you lead off on this one. What is your number 10 album of 2019? Uh, I got to go with Young Thug, man. So much fun. Uh, main reason being, it could have went higher. Then it could have just been left off, but... I was, this was one of those albums that actually surprised me because I did not expect to like this album because I'm not much of a Young Thug fan. I'll just be real. But I thought this album was well done. The production was really good. Um, my only real knock on it is, to me, it was too many features on it. Mm-hmm. I think it was only like, I think I was talking about, we talked about this before. I was like, it was only like maybe four songs on that that he didn't have features on. I need, I need less features because I need to see what you can do lyrically to hold the whole song. But yeah, I still be bumping that hot all the time too. All right, yo, I I still like getting surprised that like that, like you like the album nonetheless, and you put it in your top ten. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's actually in my top ten. Man, and some of the stuff, some of the stuff that it beat out when I, when we get to it, like honorable mention shit. Yeah, you you'll be like, ooh, okay. You must really like that then if you beat him. All right, all right. Okay. Uh, so my number 10, I know that this one is going to be probably super high on your list, if not number one, uh, but we'll see when we get there. Uh, but hitting my top 10 in this one, I mean, it wasn't super hard, but um, when I'm looking at the rest of my list, I probably couldn't put it um, any higher than this or maybe maybe a couple higher, but I want to keep it in my top 10 right now just looking at it. But this is going to Rhapsody Eve. Um, again, I'm not as big of a Rhapsody fan as you are, but I did like this album compared to her previous projects. When we did do our review on this album, I did mention how there were more like up-tempo beats, and that's what I liked a lot more than her previous stuff. But uh, bar none, you know, he said like she can rap, like that's that's just bar none. Like you can't you can't say anything else about that. Rhapsody can rap, and she's one of the best female lyricists or just lyricists period that's out here. Um, so I'm gonna put this at my uh, at my number ten spot. Um, cause I, I did enjoy the, uh, I enjoyed at least like a good, like six, seven songs. I did put it on my playlist. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it right there for now. And then, uh, and then you'll, you'll see when I, when I go through the rest of it, but that's gonna be my, uh, my number 10. It's gonna be Rhapsody with Eve. Um, number nine, number nine, I'm going to give this to our boy anonymous. There is no threat. 
Um, I did enjoy this album a lot. I wouldn't say this is my favorite project from him so far, uh, but he definitely um, definitely tried some different things on here. Uh, what I really appreciate about this album is he put a lot of his own production in here. And I got to admit, like, Anon has been has been transcending a lot since you know when we first knew him and we first started listening to his earlier projects um not only has his production gotten better but his raps have gotten better he got some good features on this one including denzel curry so that was a really big one for him and he's been soaring he's been soaring and we're looking forward to him having an even bigger 2020 than he did in 2019 the man got on 2k for goodness sakes he was you know uh he had a showcase for the nba uh he's been on the nfl uh so it's just been a lot that's been going on in his life and i couldn't be proud of the guy uh, but I'm going to put this in my number nine, Anonymous, There Is No Threat. Uh, what you got for your number nine? Number nine, I got Schoolboy Q, uh, Crash Talk. Uh, it came out a little bit earlier, right? So it was like, I can't remember exactly what what month it came out. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly what month I'm looking it at it right now. You go ahead. But I know, it, I know when they do come out, we tend to like forget the ones that come out earlier in the year. And I made sure that I did not forget this. I, like I said, I did. I did rock with this though. Like I thought it was really good. Uh, the joint he did with Twenty One Savage, I fucked with that heavy. Uh, that Dangerous with, with Kid Cudi. I don't know what it was. That shit was just. That shit just had a trans vibe to it, and I fucked with it. So yeah, it was a lot of different songs on there that was pretty good. So for that reason, I got to put that on uh, for my number nine. Cause I, cause just I go off of the amount of time I spent listening to it. Cause if I feel like if I listen to it that much, then I must really like it. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, I I tend to agree with that as well. And Crash Talk came out April twenty sixth of this year, April twenty sixth. So in the middle of spring, middle of the spring. All right, all right. So we are going to go to number eight. What you got for your number eight? Uh, I got Rick Ross, uh, Port of Miami two. Yeah. That was nice. So I can say his his produ- his choice of production, yo. I don't know who picks his beats out if he does it himself or whatever, but nobody's better at picking beats than Ross. Yeah, right now we can definitely agree on that. Yeah. He has some very good ears and consistently too. Yeah, his 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 work has consistently like gotten better. Like I wasn't a big fan of Rick Ross when I first heard like Every Day I'm Hustling, but from then until now. I've learned to just respect him, you know what I mean? Respect his craft and like I said, his ability to pick beats. Like <clears throat> when you think of like Maybach music, like two and three, that's like some of the most like ex- well executed beats ever. Like ever. That shit is just amazing. But like he got a lot of good stuff on his album. Like he didn't have like the the, the bundle of features that he typically has. He did some songs by himself because he was always one I always criticized for having too many features as well. But I mean, he did have a lot, but it wasn't as much as it normally has been in years past. But for that reason, like, it's number eight because I did listen to it when it first came out, and I just kept listening to it. I kind of like eased up listening to it like later, later on in the year. But when I first heard it, I was listening to it a lot. Okay. All right. All right. My number eight is going to have to go to Offset, Father of Four. I remember when all three Migos members dropped their separate, uh, their solo albums. And I said in the beginning, I was like, I got a feeling that Offset is going to be the best. Uh, sure enough, it was. Uh, when I look back on this album, it was a lot of songs that I did enjoy. Um, and again, he definitely had the better album, the better solo album than other Migos members. I would have to rate if I 
I wanted to, you know, take a choice to be offset, take off than Quavo. Uh, Quavo definitely had the had the uh, yeah the worst joint out of the three, and, and that was very surprising given that you know he's kind of like the lead dude out of it. But uh, but I again I definitely enjoyed this album a lot more than I thought I would. I loved the beats, I loved the features that he had on here, and I just felt like he made more of a complete album with more something that's in my lane compared to the other Migos members. So uh, that's why he gets my number eight slot this year. Offset, father of four. Uh, coming in at number seven, number seven, I got to give this to Freddie Gibbs with Bandana. Again, I'm not the biggest uh, Mad Lib fan, but when Freddie Gibbs comes together with Mad Lib, like they somehow make this like super weird collaboration work. I don't understand how <laughs> this works, but it does. Uh, Bandana was just, it was almost a masterpiece, almost a masterpiece. And coming from someone who, again, isn't the biggest Mad Lib fan with some of his beats, I have to respect the production. And just having Freddie Gibbs on there still talking that coke talk off of some of these beats is amazing. So it had to be on my list somewhere. I didn't enjoy it as much as the other albums that I'm going to say on my list uh, coming forward. But he definitely got a spot, you know, rounding out the uh, the the last five of, of my list. So that's why he gets my number seven spot. Freddie Gibbs, Bandana. Uh, what you got for us in number seven? Uh, number seven, I'm going with the baby, Kirk. Uh, this dude came out of nowhere like and surprised me because I figured he was just going to be another one of those rappers that I was just like, uh, yeah, right, I guess. But the more I listen to his stuff, the more I like actually get behind him. And I, I like his style, man. I like his, I like his swag, yo, and I like his flow. His flow is tight too. I mean, he, he got that energy, and that, that's what hip hop needs right now. So, for like you know, he has some joints. Um, can't remember the last project he had i thought that project was a little bit better than when it came out right before that one i think it was but, just called uh, the baby the uh, baby, baby yeah. on baby or yeah baby, baby on baby yeah, that mm -hmm. one yeah, that's the one i like that one a little better but but for this like for this year though kurt i, I, I was rocking it once i finally decided to listen to it because people used to always ask me on stream like yo you listen to that kurt you listen to that kurt i'm like nah i ain't listen to it yet you gotta check that out check that out. you might not like it but then again you might i was like all right and then when i did listen to it i was like Hmm. I, I fuck with buddy. I like him. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, go and hit you. Uh, hit us with your number six. Number six. I got Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib and Bandana. That shit was. That shit was like completely unexpected. I didn't think that shit would work with them two, but that shit did, man. And like you said earlier, like it was borderline masterpiece. Cause I fuck with Freddie Gibbs. And I fucked with Mad Lib, but I didn't think them two together would work, but it did. Like him rhyming over the Mad Lib beats, bros. It was something different, man, and it worked, man. I fucked with it heavy. I mean, heavy. Elephant heavy. <laughs> Say elephant heavy. You had to put the emphasis on it. True, true. All right. Uh, my number six uh, goes to Rick Ross, Port of Miami, too. Um, again, pretty much all everything that you said about it. Um, he has some of the best ears in the game. Um, with his features, he makes it work with pretty much everybody. Like I, it's really like nobody I can think of for real that like Rick Ross has worked with that it just sounds weird or forced. Like he knows how to pick his beats and he knows how to pick the people who he uh, who he has his features. And while it was heavy with features, it's pretty much the Rick Ross that we know. He doesn't really go too far out of his lane. He knows what works for him. 
and he can consistently come out with, with great albums, supporting Miami too. Uh, for all the anticipation that we had for it, it, it turned out really good. So, um, so that gets my number six live Rick Ross, Port of Miami too. Uh, following up with the number five. So now we get into the top five people. It's where it gets spooky. Uh, it's where I'm going to start arguing. Uh, my number five is going to go to Gold Link, though. Uh, Diaspora. Uh, I'm a huge Gold Link fan. I know that, you know, some of the things that he said, specifically about Mac Miller, um, wasn't in good taste. But if we're just talking about his music, his music is still on point. Uh, he's been one of my favorite artists since I first listened to him. And I thought that he did a really good job with uh, Diaspora. Um, he consistently like goes against the grain, consistently does things um, that not too many artists are, uh, are you know, comfortable doing. And he makes it work. He makes it work. He had a, a nice uh, little bit of features on here, including Pusha T. He had Tyler on one joint. Um, he had Wizkid on one joint. So, like, he just, he made it work. He made it work with this. Um, it's one of my favorite projects from him. And uh, and that's why it gets my number five. So, Gold Link Diaspora. Uh, what you got for us for your number five? Number five, I'm going to go with uh, that Gangstar. One of the best yet. I mean, for this stuff that has so much, like, for lack of a better term, outdated, if you're going to use that term, outdated material, shit was still, shit was still crazy nice. It was still nice. I mean, Premier's production is always going to be a staple in hip-hop. And then listening to Guru Rap, and he passed away, like, some 10 years ago. That's crazy, man. Like, <laughs> and when you listen to it, when I listen to it, like, I could tell it was... Like a deck, you know what I'm saying? Over well over a decade old, closer to two decades old of material, but it didn't bother me at all. It, it was hip hop, and at the end of the day, that's all you can really ask for. It's not like when, when people criticize uh, the Carter, the Carter Five, saying how the shit sounded dated. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of people didn't like it. But with this, we knew it, and we didn't care. We just wanted to hear. It. You know, Guru rhyming over Premier's beats again, because you know they had to falling out before he passed away, and he's working with that dude Solar. So, yeah, this this was this was great. I, I love this album. All right, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and hit us with your number four. Number four, I'm going with my boy Anon. There's no threat. Uh, like you said, it definitely wasn't my favorite project from him, but listening to it, I hear the growth. You know, in his in his flow, in his delivery, and in his willingness to do different things, you know what I'm saying, and try different things rapping. Because who expected when you heard fake shit, who expected him to, to do something like that? Mm-hmm. Not many. You know, everybody thinks he's just gonna either he gonna either be in like in a dark a dark void rapping, or he gonna be on that, you know, you know what I'm saying, that staccato shit, you know what I mean? So not a lot of people expected that he did different things with it and then the fact that he you know he's been getting put on with other you know more established artists that helps too so i'm proud of that dude man you know, a lot of people be like oh that's a homer pick you know what i'm saying that's a but so what it's my list man. <laughs> right we ain't gonna apologize for putting them on our list fuck you no <laughs> I, I think i think it was all good you know and you know he put the homie tbh on his album yep that's that's what's up yes sir yes sir all right uh my number four goes to maxo cream with brandon banks 
I'm a huge Max O'Cream fan at this point. Like, the man has been very consistent. I got up on him a little late, but I'm very, very excited. Like, when this album came out, like, he stayed consistent with the whole thing. He's on Rock Nation now, so the man has been has been doing good things. He's been on some features, too, um, on another album that I'm going to mention a little bit later. So, like, pretty much anytime I hear him, I know it's going to be something dope. And he came with it with this album. Um, he talked a lot about his family, uh, mainly his father. But he also had his brother on here as a feature. And that was probably one of my favorite songs, too. Uh, the one with his, his brother, KCG Josh. Um, that stuff was fire. I love the beat, love the production. So, uh, huge shout-out to Max O'Cream. Uh, definitely one of my favorite artists now, um, especially after listening to this one. So, that gets my number four, Max O'Cream, Brandon Banks. Following up with my number three, this one goes to Little Brother made the Lord watch. I was not expecting to like this album as much as I did. Like I listened to this album probably a good five, six times straight um, the first day that it came out. And I continue to listen to it to this day. Like anytime that it comes on my playlist, I'm never skipping it. I love pretty much every song that's on the album. I love the skits like Little Brother coming together. This is what we needed. Now, granted, like the one that wasn't on this one, but it still was a very good album with the production that they did have on here. Uh, obviously, when I went on here, it would have been like a classic, but um, still what they gave us, this, this body of work was what we needed. It was definitely something different um, compared to, you know, the stuff that we're listening to these days from all the new artists. Um, and then, like we said, this was this was Big Pooh's album for real. Um, that's what Fonte said. This was definitely Big Pooh's album. Big Pooh stepped it up in a very very nice way on this one he has some some dope bars and we already know what fonte can do um that you know that goes without being said so yeah definitely one of my favorite albums of this year uh so little brother made a little watch if you haven't listened to it please listen to it you know we we talked about this we praise it already when we do our album reviews on uh on little brother but just listen to it if you haven't already okay all right uh flock what you got for your number three somebody in my fucking door um Somebody just rang the doorbell. Hold on, give me one second, Jay. Yep. I don't know who the fuck this is. One second. Goofball trying to sell something. That's all it is. Yeah, my bad. Yikes. <laughs> It'd be like that. <laughs> all, right, uh, all right. So we'll. Number we'll, three. Yeah, we'll follow up. Hold on. Uh, so what's your what's your number three flock? Number three. Also, Lil Brother. Made a little watch. Um, I was so proud, man, as a big time Lil Brother fan to see this happen. Um, I heard that, like, the, the you know, the, the rumors being spelled around it, it would happen, but I always figured something would happen to derail it. Um, I wish ninth wonder would have been somewhat of a part of it which would have made it more complete i mean it felt more like um i want to say it felt like um left back and shit like that those albums that didn't have ninth on them but this one felt good and like they said uh look uh big big poo stepped up yo poo stepped up on this album it wasn't just fonte and filler you know what i'm saying <laughs> it didn't feel like they like the last few little brother albums but this one was the one, yo. Like, if you are a little brother fan, you're a fan of hip hop. Like, you already know what Fonte. Fonte is a, a like a lyrical gymnastic, bro. Like, it's gymnast. 
he, he just he put words and he say the shit where you either take you either get it right away and you like love it or it take you a minute to get it and you appreciate it even more after you finally get it so you know and like listen to some of them songs and i was listening to you talk about how like you got this on your playlist and how this song hit home that's because you're getting older dog and it's, it's true i related to it yeah yeah you relate more to it now and it's like you know when you already when you already there and them dudes like maybe you know say a little bit old, a couple years older than me but you know what I'm saying? I get it. So it's like I understand the shit, you know what I'm saying, the shit they were saying. Like I've been I've been messing with them dudes for a long time and since hell the listening. So, you know, it's, it's good to see them, man. I'm I was happy as hell to hear that. And I was not disappointed. I thought, you know, maybe I'd be like, oh, they just putting some shit together just to bring the band back. But it was good. It was complete. Them skits are never, never get old, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little brother always had classic skits. Yep, definitely, definitely. All right, so we we got that one. Was Spotify, hey, that was in my Spotify, like top five, like artists I listened to too. Little brother, uh, I think little brother was like little brother may have been three or four. True, true. Yeah, so it'd be like that. It'd be like that. So all right, we got we got one at least in the uh, it is it's uh, the, the same, same spot. yeah the same spot. All right, so what's your number two? Dreamville, Dreamville, Return of the Dreamers, Revenge of the Dreamers three. Um, yeah, man. All I can say is JID, JID, yo. I like. I mean, Boss is cool. I fucks with cool up with Cole, of course. JID did it for me on here. You know what I mean, I always like. I always kept my eye on this dude. I'm like, it's something about this dude, man. And just listen to him and that joint he got with uh with that Ti, that ladies, ladies. That's my shit, bro. Like that is my shit. That you know, what I'm saying Ari Lennox. You know, what I'm saying it's a lot of nice ass joints on them. A lot of nice joints on them. That was that album. I did not expect for me to like it as much as I did. I mean, either although I like them, you know, what I'm saying as a unit, I just didn't think I would like the album as much as I did, and I really did, as you can see. Why I got her number two. All right, all right. My number two was a late entry. I was looking for that one album that would hit my top ten. That was a super late entry, and I loved it so much from when it first came out that I had to put it like super high. And this was it was a hard choice because these other albums are very good too. But I got to give my number two to Catronada with Bubba because when this came out, I was like, yo, like every single song on here did it for me. Every single song. Kentronada, like, I feel like he's such an underrated producer. Like, I didn't know about him for a minute, but like he's been he's been like quietly in the background, like making some of my favorite hits. Um, and like with his solo album that he like gets, you know, the the production on here, and then he gets the uh the features on here. He had Sir on here, he had McJingies, he had Cali Uches, which I just love Cali Uches' voice. Like she's she's amazing. Uh, he had a stale on here. Of course, he had to have Gold Link on here. Um, he had Tanashi on here. Then he ended it with Pharrell. Like every single song on here was super dope. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just put everything on my uh, on my playlist. I ain't skipping one song." And it's rare for me to do that. I'm at least skipping like one or two songs. But I was like, you know what? I can listen to this song like straight through. I mean, this uh this album straight through, and and I can have no skips. I'm just letting it play from beginning to end. So uh, so that's my late entry, and I obviously loved it a lot if it's in my number two um so again it's katronada with bubba very very late entry it came out uh it came out like at the two weeks ago yeah it came out two weeks ago so 
Um, so it definitely took me snuck in there. Yeah, it definitely snuck in there because, like I said, it was it was super late. Um, those December albums sometimes it's always one to hit you, and I was getting worried that it wasn't gonna be one. But uh, Katrina hit me with this one. I didn't even know he's coming out with something new. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, and following up, man, number one, what a surprise, Dreamville, Revenge of the Dreamers 3, uh, pretty much everything that you said, Flock, like, J.I.D., he definitely stole the show on this one, but I appreciate people like Guap Dad, who I thought was a joke at first, but he actually, like, has some good hooks, and, and sometimes he can hit you with, like, some decent- That's the nigga that wear a do-rag all the time? Yes. Yes, that is Bob Dad. I seen him on roast me before, bro. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely on that. I saw that episode too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was him. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Bob Dad four thousand. I remember like when I first saw him on Twitter, I was like, this dude is a joke. Like he, he just playing, but, um, but he ended up making his way up there, and now he's like a legitimate artist. And he was in a lot of these sessions when, uh, when J Cole had everybody come through the camp and uh, and record this album. And this was something that was highly anticipated. I remember when they first gave us the previews. I was like, I need this to come out now. Um, we thought it was going to come out in February. Then we ended up having to wait a little bit. Came out in the middle of the summer. And I again, I listened to it like six or seven times, like on the first day alone. So mm-hmm. this is, you know, to tell you that this album was freaking amazing. Love all the collaborations. Loved all the guest appearances on here. Um, and, and like you said, and I agree 110%, J.I.D. definitely stole the show on this one. Um, and I believe what J. Cole said. He like, J.I.D. the you know, only one closest to me. I thought it was going to be Bonds at first, but I think uh, I think J.I.D. is definitely the closest to him. Like, they just, I, I don't know what it is, man, but J.I.D. has definitely risen, like, above the ranks of a lot of people to, like, one of my favorite artists right now. That man, he could just bet. He could just spit flow and wordplay out of this world. Bro. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So I'm excited for like anything that he comes out with. But again, like together, this this album was just great from top to bottom, top to bottom. So no question. I I was really really hoping that something was gonna make me like this a little bit more, but it didn't. It didn't. This lasted the whole summer for me, and that's why I guess my number one Dreamville Revenge of the Dreamers three. And I I think I know what yours is. So go ahead hit up with your number one. Uh, before I do that, let me do my honorable mention. Okay, okay. Uh, I had to give uh, L. Varner, uh, Elevation. That was a dope album. Dave E. Survival. Wasn't as great as I hoped it would have been, but it was still it was still cool. And, uh, Two Chains, uh, Rapper Go to the League. I enjoyed that album a lot, too. That almost made my, my top 10. I ain't gonna lie, I bumped it for uh, Young Thug. I was debating. Cause that if I put it in there, it definitely would have been higher than ten. It probably would have been like seven or eight. But now I thought about, it, I'm like, I can't put this ahead of none of these, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so number one, you already know, man. It's Rhapsody, bro. Eve. I mean, without question, bro. I. <sighs> she killed it, bro. That's all I can say. <laughs> the the fact that every song, you know, say it was a concept album, was named after different, you know, different powerful black women around the world. And shit like that, man. Jesse got a song with JID on there. That's really dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. She she just I mean when Iptahaj came out and they flipped that that Jizza Liquid Sword shit and put Jizza on the fucking uh on the song too, and Jizza killed it too. I mean, right there, boy. You already knew she she loves she pays homage to the you know the people before, and that's why she gets embraced by everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's been out. More so than uh like newer artists because she you know she actually pays homage man 
a lot of times that's that's what most of these older artists want to want to hear like just you know just acknowledge that we you know we was out here if you're gonna make the reference to certain shit so she knows how to play the game man it's just she don't play that game you know where you know it's like gotta put pull the titties out and stuff like that to get noticed she's just doing it with bars and i think lyrically i've said this countless times lyrically i don't think anybody can fuck with her male or female she's the best rapper best mc that's out right now because she's consistently putting out hits and putting out dope content we're not waiting three four years for for something while she goes in the hide like you know like a kendrick does or some shit like that so i just feel like consistently she's the best and she had the best album my personal opinion mm-hmm. all right all right uh my honorable mentions i forgot to do mine uh schoolboy q crash talk that was only gonna make my top 10 but i never having to bump that one off but that was a good album uh young nudie uh slamir that was his collaboration album with uh with pierre um <laughs> i don't know who that is <laughs> young nudie is 21 savage's cousin and he's oh, been he's been making music too, yeah. So, um, the baby with Kirk, I definitely like that album a lot. And Denzel Curry Zoo, I know we had our um, our little like criticisms about it because it was you know a freestyle album, but um, he did have some bangers on there. I definitely did like that album a lot more after listening to it. Um, so that that is around my honorable mentions too. I was gonna put that on there, but I was like, nah, I can't I can't compare it to these other albums. But like looking at my playlist, cause I usually judge what i like the most off of what i have on my playlist because i make a i've been making a playlist every year um for all the songs that i liked in that particular year so i'm looking at my 2019 list and like it's a lot of music going here but it's like a few songs from each album and i was like dang like did i really like like a lot of projects this year compared to last year um i don't think i did like obviously like we made a top 10 but just looking at the overall body of work that i like from this year wasn't really like too many full albums that like made this list harder than other years so like i wouldn't say that 2019 was a it wasn't a shit show but um i know we mentioned it multiple times because like it was just periods when we were making the episodes where it just wasn't anything that was out yeah and we're it like it wasn't good as last year yeah and we're like what the hell like it just i don't know what happened this year but uh again we can only hope that 2020 that they'll step it up i think that this year what really happened was it wasn't a lot of like huge artists that came out and a lot of times when huge artists come out they they either forces other people to back up and and um and you know push their projects up or back or it'll you know um actually um encourage them to you know make a better project or you know bring it out a little bit after a little before just to have people talking about it as well and we didn't really get like those heavy hitters that came out this year so and some of those big some of those bigger artists they always get hype just because who they are too yeah your drags your beyonce your rihanna people still waiting on rihanna she got uh well apparently another day until people start shitting on her because she says she's gonna drop something this year but uh but yeah the people like that like when they don't come out then you know it's kind of like it's kind of like dry where a lot of people feel like it's dry but it really just kind of was this year so we'll see we'll see about 2020 i know that um that drake is probably going to drop something um brianna she doesn't drop something at the end of this year which is again in another day she might have something for next year but she she's getting that fenty money right now so i don't think she worried about none of y'all 
but again, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I don't really know like who I'm like anticipating, but uh, let me ask you this question real quick before we, I guess, before we end. Who would you like to see next year drop something? Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar got to come out with something, man. Very fair. I know. I know he's doing the family thing and all that, bro. But you, you got to come out with something, bro. Like we've been, we uh, we can only talk about damn so much. And that shit came out in twenty what seventeen. We can only talk about that album so much, man. You're gonna have to drop something. That's that's the first person I think of. Kendrick, Rihanna, and I wish Kanye stopped bullshitting and make some good music. Stop with and this gospel this, stuff. This, mm-hmm. Stop with this gimmick. This gimmick he he, he pulling out here because we all know that that's that's. Like, I mean, for non for the, not the nonsensical Kanye fans, but the real people that that's like real fans of like of good music, for lack of better terms. We just want to see him make good music. Go back to making good music. Um, I think Pusha had a good year this past year. Uh. But I just want to see him, you know, I just want to see him drop some, some, something, something else too to follow up, you know, the last shit he did last year. But, um, who else? Uh, did I say Rihanna? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't really, I don't know. I don't, the first person I think of is Kendrick Lamar because he hasn't really done anything in the past couple of years. As far as like a big name, a mm-hmm. big name artist. That's gonna like shut shit down when they drop. He typically does that. He has that impact, so he, yeah. he would be the first person I think. Him, maybe like him, Rihanna, and I would like to see Kanye do some some real shit, not this gimmick shit he's doing. Okay, all right. Uh, for me, besides Kendrick, I would like to see Kendrick come out in 2020. I would like to see Saha the Prince. Uh, I've been talking about him for a minute. I need another project from you, my guy, because I think the last thing he put out was in 2017. Uh, no, no dope on Sundays, and I need something else, my guy. Definitely need something else. It's been a been a few years um since now, so uh yeah, we we need something else from you. Um, other than that, I would love to hear another JID project, whether it's a mixtape or an album, whatever the hell you want to call it. I want to see something else from you. Uh, I would like to you know hear something from you every year at this point because he's he's just that good. Um. Besides that, um, I mean, J. Cole, too. I would like to hear another J. Cole project, um, especially after this uh, collaboration project, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. I would like to hear something else. So besides that, I mean, that's all I can really think of because, I mean, some other people put out some projects like I was expecting a little bit better. And and again, this probably would have been something that we would have reviewed. But like Fabulous, when he came out with Summertime Shootout 3, did you get a chance to listen to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't really feeling it. Like no. he he had some songs on there, but I'm just like, summertime shootout is just kind of like it's played out for me as a series. So like I want to hear like Young OG Project Two because that was one like the Young OG Project one of my favorite albums from him. So I want to hear the follow up. Like he you know said he's gonna drop it the next year after he brought out the Young OG Project. Never did it. A few years flew by and we never heard anything about it and he just kept going with the summertime shootouts and he's been like trying to you know get the the sound that's here now but i don't feel like it's hitting like it should be or like he thinks it is so 
I just haven't been been feeling it. And I, I was like, yeah, like I could I could skip this this project. So, like, I want to hear an actual like fabulous project, not what everybody is doing right now from him. Yeah. So so that's one person I would like to I would like to, you know, hear something else from him. Um, other than that, man, um, can't even think of anybody else. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I know pretty much like the same old artists are gonna drop stuff. Gucci gonna drop like ten thousand albums. He just came out with another Christmas uh project. So you know what he does. Like it's really nothing different with Gucci. He just continuously making music, and it's it's just the same old Gucci. You can like anything different from him. Uh, well, Flying Lotus came out with a project, and I I did like it, but I ain't put it in my top ten. Um, but it was good though. Um, and he doesn't drop projects every year either. So. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I want to hear on your cold JID and size. It's probably the three that I'm looking forward to with 2020, but we'll see. Uh, let us know who you would like to see and uh, tell us how much you hate our top 10 list. We would love to hear it. Uh, other than that, man, we are going to follow up. Like I said before, at the beginning of the podcast, we're going to follow up. We're going to do our top 10 albums of the decade and we're going to get some more GI members to do the top 10 video games of the decade just give us some time we have to come together and really got to think about this to give you all you know a quality list and not just throw some bullshit together you dig um but we appreciate you for listening again we apologize for the wait um but with me being on a more consistent schedule again with the new gig um, we should be able to come together more often and get stuff done uh, but again no promises because the kid is on the way and when the kid comes the kid takes priority all right I understand that y'all be wanting this stuff. Y'all be asking us all the time. And, you know, I got to stay hush on, you know, my thoughts about certain things because I want y'all to listen to the podcast and stuff. Um, but we appreciate y'all for, you know, being patient. All right. Uh, that be said, man, Flock, you got any final words before we close this out? Nah, man. Appreciate everybody that, uh, you know, that's, that, that understands that real life sometimes getting away of shit. So, you know, Jay going through it right now. I completely understand. So hopefully y'all do. So that's why I never hound him about. Hey man, we need to do it. Never hear me. Never. I'm just like man. When he when he get a chance, we we, we get it done. Yeah. Same with me. No no different than when he used to have to hound me for shit. <laughs> so you know, it's like it just is what it is, man. Right, people right. work. People got you know got real life shit going on. We actually take care of our children. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying we actually take care of our kids and shit. So it's just what it is, man. Mm-hmm. Appreciate everybody that come through and understands that. And appreciate the shit we put out when we put it out. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, David said, man, we will see you on for the next episode of Enlightened Sounds. The next episode will most likely be the top 10 albums of the decade. All right. Appreciate all of y'all listening on whatever platform that you use, including Google, Spotify, Apple Music, and of course, Anchor, what houses it off. You are listening on Apple. Please make sure that you rate the podcast five stars. It helps us tremendously with getting up in the rankings for the music category on Apple Podcasts. Um, I know you, that you cannot. I don't think you can rate on any other platform. I know you can on Spotify. Uh, you can only applaud it on Anchor. And I have no idea what you can do on Google or Stitcher. Um, but at least Apple, we know you can rate it. So please rate it there. Even if you don't listen to it on Apple, go on Apple, find it, rate it. That also works too. You don't have to listen to it on Apple, but you can definitely rate it. Okay. We'll see you all for next episode. TTX, JJ, the Don, Leader of the Flock. We are the Enlightened Sounds crew. And we will see you all later. Peace. Yeah.